Hello, everyone. This is a daily podcast. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Sean. Now, I want to say that God reveals angels to us all throughout the day. So this month, I want us to start paying attention to the angels that are showing up. And yesterday I had one and he really helped me with my phone when I needed it most. A little bit of an emergency. So all is well and thank you, Sean, and thank you, God. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me, In the presence of my enemies, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And I feel that God has been putting it on me, putting it on me to continue to talk about the Bible so that all of us can get to know our Bible really well. So tonight I want to highlight the book of Ruth and the author is Samuel. Um, It is a loyal daughter-in-law pictures God's faithfulness, love, and care. Uh, The famous quote Chapter 1, verse 16, Whither thou goest, I will go, 
and where thou, thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Uh, Ruth, from the pagan land of Moab, married a Jewish man and, be, and became the great-grandmother of Israel's greatest king, David, and an ancestor of Jesus Christ. We can trust God to provide what we need when we need it and to work out our lives in ways that are better than we ever imagined. So read the book of Ruth. And then 1 Samuel, uh, the author is Samuel himself. And um, the quotes from there are 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 7. The Lord said unto Samuel, they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, and I should not reign over them. And chapter 15, verse 22, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. I love it. Um, chapter... 17 verse 45 then said david to the to goliath thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield but i come to thee in the name of the lord of hosts the god of the armies of israel whom thou hast defiled uh what's unique about this chapter uh first samuel the future King Saul is a donkey herder who tries to hide from his own coronation. As king, Saul breaks his own law by asking a medium to call up the spirit of the dead Samuel. And what's the big deal? Selfish choices such as the Israelites' request for a king and Saul's decision to offer a sacrifice he had no business making and can have heavy, even tragic, consequences. Okay, so now, going to the Bible, it's going to tell us how to enjoy God's presence. Repeatedly in scripture, listeners, we find that there is great joy and awe for believers in the presence of the Lord. Now, we say repeatedly in scripture, and we mean Psalm 16, Psalm 21, Isaiah 64, Jude chapter 1, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, and then back to Psalm, Psalm 95. God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. And why do people fail to enjoy God's presence? Because some may not really know him. Most people sometimes mistakenly see God as untouchable or an invisible force that cares very little about his creation. But nothing is further from the truth. God desires a close, abiding relationship with you, 
And when you fail to realize the depth of his love, will you miss a great blessing? He says to you today, I have loved you with everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. God cares for you deeply. And when you spend time with him, he expresses that love to you. Raising my hand, raising my hand, he does. Some have an erroneous view of God's attitude. God is not legalistic, expecting you to live by rituals and regulations. Rather, he cares about your heart, about your love for him and your sincere desire to obey him. Remember, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You do not have to earn his acceptance. You do not have to work for his care. When you spend time in his presence, he teaches you his ways and how to live each day. I think that's beautiful. As hard as it is to imagine, some people are simply afraid of the Lord. They see him as unpredictable and full of wrath. Although God calls you to have reverence for him, to respect his holiness, he does not want you to be afraid of him, not with human fear. He tells us to fear him, but we do this in we do this with a reverent fear. That means that we worship the Lord and we acknowledge our love for him. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18 tells us there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. And this is why he so often tells his people, do not be afraid. Okay, because our lives are in his hands and he will lead, protect, and provide for us when we seek him, not punish us. Sin breaks the fellowship God wants us to enjoy with him. Sin not only blocks God's best for us, it stops us from experiencing his wonderful presence. Yet God not only extends forgiveness, he also promises restoration to us. When we forsake our sin, repenting of it, he brings us back into fellowship and the blessing of his love. Some people refuse to believe that God accepts them. There's absolutely nothing you can do to save yourself or to become more acceptable to him. The Lord loves you the way you are. He never approves of sin, but he also is committed to loving you and teaching you how to know him better. You have to begin to enjoy God. You have to realize that he enjoys being with you. And then you learn to spend time with him, trusting him to meet all of your needs. And listeners, I trust him to meet all of my needs. And he does. We're always going to have circumstances 
We're always going to have challenges. Remember, God is looking at how we react. We know we've got him on our side. Of whom shall I be afraid? Our intimacy with God, his highest priority for our lives, determines the impact of our lives. The awareness of God's presence energizes us for our work. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. And In Touch Magazine said we are friends with Christ. Jesus Christ is so many things to us, Savior, Master, and Lord. But amazingly, he also calls us his friends. Can you imagine any greater compliment from the creator of heaven and earth? And our part in this divine friendship involves spending time with the Lord and getting to know him. The Lord thinks of us not merely as as slaves, although that is what we are, since we've been purchased with his precious blood. He has also raised us to the level of friends in whom he confides. And that's why Jesus said to his disciples, all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. And today, We have the completed scriptures in the Bible, which gives us full explanations about God's will, God's purposes, God's commands, and his desires. The disciples were blessed to have the opportunity to live and interact with the incarnate Christ. But we're also privileged because we can have the same intimate relationship with the Savior that those first century followers had. And what's more, his spirit lives within every believer, continually revealing more of the Father and the Son to us through his word. So treat Christ as a friend. Listeners, it's not enough to glimpse the kingdom in the distance and rush to slide under the gate just in time before it comes crashing down. We must press in and see the kingdom established wherever we go. Salvation is not a one-time decision that guarantees heaven, but it's a lifetime of releasing justice into our world on all levels. If we are going to live by Christ's commandment to love one another, then justice is going to be our business at all levels. And nothing brings down justice like establishing the kingdom of God in place. Father, let your kingdom come and your will be done. Show me the cause that I am assigned to champion. Give me the courage to rally others around plausible goals for social reconstruction, community development, spiritual renewal, economic empowerment, and educational reformation. Father, 
remove self-saving, self-serving leaders and replace them with true servant leaders. Let the body of Christ live true to our biblical principles. Shift the spiritual climate in support of, of a move of God and then let us reclaim lost territory for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amos chapter 5 verse 24 says, Let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like every flowing stream. Thank you, Cindy Trim. That was beautiful. Okay, God's way day by day. David was totally reliant upon God for direction. And not only about what he should do, but how he should proceed and when he should take action. He did not make the error of presuming that just because God had helped him defeat an enemy one time in one location, that God would desire him to fight and defeat that enemy again in another time or another location. To knock on the door of God's plan for our lives is to recognize that God expects us always to be knocking, always inquiring, always trusting him for daily guidance and for direction in our every decision. God has a plan to bless you. That's for sure. And listeners, Jesus is Lord. Luke chapter 1 verse 49. He who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. We must never forget that when we celebrate Christ and his birth, we are celebrating the God of heaven and earth. Some may not submit to his lordship, but that does not change the position the father has given his son. Jesus is Lord, whether recognized or not, and he wants to be Lord of your life. So in this month of his birth, this is the divine structure that God has ordained. Anytime we fail to give Christ his rightful place in our lives, which is first place, we are going to miss out on the blessings of God. And that's sad news. And that's why we come and listen to this podcast and you pray with me because what? We get these blessings started. That's why we're here. That's what we do. Amen. And God's promises for your life. God reached into my life when I was merely a tiny embryo embryo, and began to shape me within. He originated me. He began to put me together while I was still in the soft silence of my mother's womb. Mother Nature didn't make me. Fate did not shape me. Neither was I a biological combination of mother and dad in a moment of sexual passion. 
nor was I conceived through blind chance. No, God and no other made me. Amen. Psalm 139, verse 13. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Listeners, God's love is a sun that never sets. I love it. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. If they could be made God's people by what they did, then God's gift of grace would not really be a gift. To whom does God offer his gift? To the brightest? To the most beautiful? To the most charming? No. His gift is for us all. Beggars, bankers, clergy, clerks, judges, janitors, all God's children. And he wants us so badly that he'll take us in any condition. As is, reads the tag on all of our collars. And Jesus wants us now. Let's flip over to God's purpose for our lives. They title it Falling and Rising. Psalm 37. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. You may fail in your faith. You may fall to the temptations of this world. Take matters into your own hands and mess up completely. Do not fall for the enemy's lie that the Father has rejected you because of it. I'm going to repeat. You may fail in your faith. You may fall to the temptations of this world. You may take matters into your own hands and mess up completely. But do not fall for the enemy's lie that the Father has rejected you because of it. Part of God's process, listeners, of making you into Christ's image is helping you understand the unseen strongholds that are preventing you from giving him full access to your life. He reveals an area of stubborn self-sufficiency in you and then sets about breaking your bondage to it. So please don't give up. Proverbs 24 instructs us, the godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. And this is the difference between those who have a true relationship with God and those who don't. The ability to fall and get back up. As someone who knows Jesus as your savior, you always have someone to help you up after you've fallen. You always have forgiveness and hope 
for a good future. So therefore, confess your sins, repent, and then get back up and then steady yourself on God and take heart that he will continue to work out all things in your life as you trust him. Pray with me. Jesus, thank you for always helping me back up. With you, I always have hope. Amen and amen. Listeners, this relationship thing, for lack of better, is so real. You have to be in relationship with God. And most of us are. But I hope all of us get to be. Because God is awesome. He is the friend that walks in when the world walks out. And I tell you, hmm, you can get through any trial, any challenge, any circumstance, any adversity, knowing that you're seated at the right hand. Who's going to harm you? Just lean on Jesus. Call upon the Lord. Ask for his help. Keep your eyes focused on him. Keep your feet from evil. And listeners, you are going to have a glorious life. I still go through my little trials and tribulations, but they are getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because of my relationship with God. He holds my hand right at the right moment. Amen. So good morning, God. You've ushered in another day, untouched and freshly new. And here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware. Father, I am well aware. (laughs) I can't make it on my own. So take my hand, Lord. Hold it tight, Lord. For I know I can't walk alone. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started and we are not stopping. Stay true to the Lord and he'll be true to you. Bye for now.